Good afternoon, everybody. This is Mel with Toast of the Towel with Christy and Mel. How are you doing today? Wet. <laughs> I just spilled a glass of champagne all over her. It's very sad. It's very cold and going into very <laughs> uncomfortable places. It is never a dull moment around here. It was all my fault, too. I just swung the arm of the, um, well, I don't know, something over and it hit it. My apologies. My apologies. Anyway, welcome, everybody. We're going to have a great day. We've got a good show, and uh, we got lots of news to talk about, lots of activities to talk about, all kinds of good stuff. Yes, and finally, finally, I feel like I'm starting to get healthy again. Excellent. I know. You this, look awesome. I tell so you what, it's been, um, this this bug has really been going around. It has. And um, I know so many people that are dealing with it and have dealt with it and are just sick of it. It's nasty. So... I'm going to give everybody a little PSA, and if you are starting to get the crud and you're coughing and everything, go to the doctor, get a steroid shot. I promise you, you'll be glad you did. Yes. 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 So that is today's tip. Today's health tip from Christy. That's right. Uh-oh. What? Oh, okay. So um, today uh, we're going to get started with, uh, do we want to start with news or do we want to start with uh, calendar stuff? Uh, well, I don't know. We can start with either one. We've got lots of fun events coming up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we do. Ooh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We've got lots of playing to do. Come, oh, we got lots of playing to do. Uh, I'm yeah, excited. So we, should, we should move that towel, paper towel, is right in front of the cameras. Oh, oh that one? That one. See, everybody's like, it's such a better view. <laughs> I have to look at my mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we've got some fun stuff coming up tonight. Yeah. You know, starting with tonight, um, mm-hmm. the All for Annette Hill Cancer Benefit is going to be happening at Johnny B. Dalton's. Uh, Miss Annette Hill, she's a wonderful lady, been active in the Montgomery County Fair Association for a long time. And uh, she um, has been diagnosed with a rare and aggressive form of cancer. So they are doing a benefit at Johnny B. Dalton's. They're going to have a barbecue dinner, auctions. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure there will be some boot scooting going on since it's at Dalton. So if you would like, that starts at 5 o'clock and lasts until 10. If you want to come out and have a good time and, and support a really great lady, you can do that. Um, also tonight, Terry McBride. I don't know if you know the name, but McBride and the Ride was a, was a great country mm-hmm. uh, group. And they uh, he is playing at Dosey Doe tonight starting at 8 o'clock. And you can still get tickets. They start at just $20 if you would like to get those. Mm. Yes. Um, Thursday, which is the 27th, the Conroe Chamber of Commerce is doing their State of the State luncheon. So they did a State of the County luncheon, uh-huh. and I think they did one for the city, right? Yes. Yes, they did. And so they've got that going on Thursday. Um, that's going to be at Lone Star Convention Center. It starts at 1130. And so if you would like to do that, you can go to Conroe.org. Is that right? Conroe.org? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go to Connor.org, and you can uh, get registered and all that good stuff. Yes. Go ahead and sign up to be there. Yes. Um, also going on tomorrow night, we have the amazing Bart Crow is going to be playing at Dosey Doe. That's a $10 ticket. Bart Crow puts on an amazing show, so if you're looking for some great entertainment, make sure you go out to that on Thursday. And then we start rolling into Friday, and we start getting ready for 4th of July Independence Day festivities exciting it is really exciting it's hard to believe that it's already july i know i know well it's not monday is well july. i know but you know it's hard to believe that we're already at the fourth of july well we're not at the fourth of july well, but we're, we're getting, getting there. there so we're but getting... the celebrations start on friday so uh-huh. um mm-hmm. Mose baptist church is hosting the celebrating america concert starting at 7 30 on friday evening it is a free concert and it is hosted by the greater conroe arts alliance if you would like to come out, get listen to some great patriotic music, it's a good time to kind of kick off, you it know, is. independence feels and start celebrating all the all the good stuff. And nothing bad can happen there because every law enforcement person, first responder, everything, it will be there. It yes. is a it is a huge event. Yes. And it is an awesome, it's an awesome event. Yes. It really is. And then, and then are you through with Friday? No. Okay. Um, so if you're looking for some jazz music, the Woody Witt Jazz Quintet is going to be playing at the Glade Cultural Center. Um, that starts at 7 o'clock. If you haven't been to Glade, it's a really great facility, cool atmosphere. Oh, it is. Um, you're kind of in the middle Beautiful. of You're in the middle of an art gallery, so you get to listen to some great jazz music. With lots of glass and trees. Absolutely. And you can get tickets at universe.com. I should have, like, coined that website, like, forever ago. 
I know. Good idea. Um, also, Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion is having the Goo Goo Dolls and Train. That's sure to be a good crowd. And then uh, the Texacana Mamas, they're going to be playing at Dosi Do. And then we roll into Saturday. Start, things start getting out of control come Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Saturday. And one of the, the biggest, well, it's the biggest to me. So, I mean, that's really all that matters, isn't it? What's that? The biggest show. And what would that be? I don't know. What do you think it is? Um, I'm going to guess it rhymes with tickies. Yes. Yes. The Rickies will They're, be at Pacific Yard House. Yes. And anybody that wants to come out, we're going to be start celebrating Mel's birthday. So. No, we're not. Yes, we're we are. We're just having a party. No, no we are, we no, are no, no, celebrating no, no. Mel's birthday, which is the 30th. I could have a birthday. And she's going to be 29. That's right. And so if y'all would like to join us at Pacific Yard House on Saturday night, we it's, will be there for a great show. The Rickies have my excitement, not the birthday. Yeah. Moving um, But also going on Saturday, the Woodlands Margarita Festival is happening at Town Green Park. Park, right. You know, tacos, margaritas, oh. hot sunshine. But hey, the first two matter more than the third. <clears throat> um, and then uh, the Independent Celebration and Parade is happening at Shenandoah City Park. That goes from 10 to 2. That's sure to be a fun time. Um, Operation Pets Alive is having a great Be a Foster event with the four area uh, pet co's in, in the Spring Woodlands area. Um, if you would like to be a foster parent for a wonderful animal who needs a little loving care. Um, show up at one of the pet coasts between 1.30 and 3.30 and help out Operation Pets Alive. They are an amazing organization doing work to save our pets. Um, and then also from 12 to 5, you know, if you've been bitten by the by the acting bug and mm-hmm. you're thinking, wherefore shall I go? <laughs> you can go to um, the auditions for Macbeth, which will be Woodland Shakespeare in the Park, which will be happening uh, in September, but they're doing auditions at Bear Branch Recreation Center between 12 and 5. Our wonderful, lovable, amazing friend Skippy will be there. I know. He That's will be directing the thinking. show. I was th- I was thinking we should have just had him. He was just here. You we should have had him plug it. We should have had him plug the show yeah. while he was still here. I know, because he would have done it in a way more creative way. He would have. Yeah. He would have. Uh, but anyway, so you come out there from 12 to 5, um, auditions for Macbeth. I, sure to be a great show, but also I guarantee it'll be so much fun because uh, if you don't know Skippy, a.k.a. Sean Thompson, he is an absolute blast to do anything with, so um, you can do that. Obviously, you know, we're hard at work at Bridgeford Farms working on our Burn Your Buns charity bike ride that happens every year on the 4th of July. This is the 16th year for this event. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. I know. It's crazy. Um, so if you are a bike enthusiast or maybe you just would like to take a quick little ride uh, with the kids even, and you can do that because we have 20, 31, and 62-mile tracks, um, so you can do whatever you're most comfortable with. But you can go to bridgewoodfarms.org. All the registration is there online. It's always such a great time. We have a good turnout. Um, you know, lots of Borden's um, always provides some great beverages. We're getting some having some hot dogs. We'll have some fruit that has been donated by the Krolchek family. Um, our state representative, Will Metcalf, is also sponsoring the event. Um, Constable Cash and his guys will be out there making sure everybody's staying safe. So just a lot of really great things going on. So go to bridgewoodfarms.org, sign up for the Burn Your Buns charity bike ride. Call it Burn Your Buns because it's 4th of July and it's hot. It's hot. But we start early in the morning, so you're done. You have plenty of time to drink beer and margaritas afterwards and celebrate your independence. So go do that today. It's lots of fun. Um, also coming up, we have uh, Fire at the Bands coming up on the 6th. I'm so excited about that. I know. That. It's going to be a great show. So um, I had a chance to visit with Mr. Cannon Brand, who's going to be opening up for Roger Krager. Um, and all support of our Conroe Professional Firefighters Association. So that's really stupendous. And then, of course, we've got our um, last Sounds of Texas show for the year coming up on August it's 24th. It's sad, isn't it? I know. Oh, it's very sad. Um, but it's going to be, we're going to go out with a bang. Yeah. Um, moving the final show this time to Pacific Yard House. And we are going to be hosting Jason Boland, Cody Canada, and Mike McClure. Uh, Cody Canada, who was with Canadian Cross Canadian Ragweed. Um, it's also known as the Yellow House Revisited Tour because these guys happened to live together when they were starting to get going in the music business at a Yellow House in Oklahoma. And uh, so it's it's kind of a great roundtable, intimate music experience. It's a lot of fun. They tell stories. They give each other all kinds of heck. It's, uh, it's a really good time. So you can go to friendsofconroe.com and get those tickets. It is reserved seating. Uh, you know, we're doing something really exciting with Yard House, and, and hopefully it's going to work out for everybody. But you can come. 
listen to some great music, have some great beverages, eat some good food. It's going to be a good time. I know. It'll yeah. be exciting. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then um, after that, mm -hmm. speaking of, yeah, you know, Friends of Conroe, you, yeah. you, you might ought to talk about the next little thing that's coming up. Yeah, you know, if, for anybody that missed it, I don't know how you did, but we have released the full lineup for Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. It is going to be a wonderful year. This is our 30th year doing the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. Once again, it'll be happening right on the streets of downtown Conroe around the Courthouse Square. It's such a great experience. You know, we have so many things for you know, for everybody, kids, for adults, and, you know, the carnival. You've got some great vendors. We're going to have some other shows going on. The food is fantastic. I know. The and food the beer is, awesome. is wonderfully cold. Yeah, well, and who cares about all the other stuff? Yeah, but uh, but it's going to be a great time. We've got uh, Kevin, the music. We Kevin Fowler and Pat Green mm -hmm. um, on the Texas stage, and then we've got um, Wayne Toops headlining our Cajun stage. Always a good time. I tell you, it... You know, we have some cra some crazy great musicians and talent that come in right. that we that we put on our, our Texas stage, and they're fantastic. It's going to be a great show. Pat Green, Kevin Fowler, um, and all the others, it's going to be awesome. But if you just want to get a little rhythm in your soul, mm -hmm. you know, the Cajun stage is always so much fun, and I love it because everybody's dancing in the streets, and you've got accordions and spoons and washboards and guitars and great drums and these soulful you know, beautiful vocals and all of this great stuff, and everybody's just having an absolute blast. Absolutely. So there's are. something for everyone. We've got the hometown stage, too. Um, just just really great stuff. So um, mark your calendars for um, the second weekend in October and make sure that you come out to the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. You can actually go to the Friends of Conroe website. You can get your tickets okay. now if you would like. Mm -hmm. um, but you can uh, go ahead and make sure you put it on your calendar so that you join us there. And for everybody that doesn't know, because uh -huh. I think this is a huge deal, mm -hmm. the Friends of Conroe puts on the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. Every dollar you spend goes back into the community by charity, charitable dollars. We are a 501c3. Most people don't realize that. None of us are making money off of this event. It is mm -hmm. truly to put money back into the community to help other nonprofit organizations send kids to college, um, amongst a multitude of other things. You know, we do our Thanksgiving outreach. We always do a Christmas um, outreach project as well. So come on out. Um, join the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. It will be a lot of fun, and plus all your money is going to a good cause. That's right. And um, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, most all of you guys are volunteers at the FOC, yes. correct? Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. And if, you, if you're interested in being a vendor, you can definitely reach out to Stephanie over at the Friends of Conroe office, and she will get all the information to you. Uh, but really, just, just a good time to get involved and have a good time. And and we always enjoy ourselves. It's a lot of work, but we always have a good time. That's excellent. Okay, so do you have about, uh, have you about covered everything? On, on events? Activities? Yeah, I think those are our major okay. events that are coming up. So why don't we take a little break? Okay. And um, Yeah, we want to come back because we have a, a new story that we want to talk about yeah, today. Yeah, um, That I, I know a lot of people are interested in because a lot of people have been buzzing about it. It's a local news story. Right. Um, but I think everybody's going to find some interest in it. So... Uh, make sure you stay tuned. Yes, absolutely stay yes. tuned. And if you're watching, if you're walking out the door, make sure you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube Live, or you can tune us in on 104.5 or 106.1 FM. Um, this is Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We'll be right back. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas. 
dedicated to the health and well-being of the Boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mel with Toast of the Towel with Christy and Mel. And uh, we have got a full show today. Yeah, we've we got do. all kinds of good things going on. I know, but you know what I love? What? what tooting love? Of the, the tooting of the train horn in the background. And doesn't it remind you of your childhood? It does. And I just, you know, know. it's one of my favorite things about being in the studio and, and um, you know, being here in downtown Conroe because it's just, it's just so awesome. I know. I know it is. It makes me think of. Being a kid, it mm -hmm. really does. It really does. Yes, it does. Uh, but you know, we've we've grown up here mm -hmm. in Conroe mm -hmm. and been around Montgomery County for a long time, and, mm -hmm. and obviously there's so many things near and dear to us. Right. And um, and we, you know, obviously care about this community, and, and we we focus on celebrating the best we do. of Montgomery County, and we are going to do exactly that Today. in just a little bit, but. Uh, but we want to talk about a news story that, that broke yesterday afternoon. Miss um, Terry Jaggers, who was the um, executive director of Orphan Care Solutions, um, was arrested for, I like how they say, misapplication of fiduciary property, which means um, taking some funds, mm -hmm. taking liberty mm -hmm. with some funds, uh, from a nonprofit organization that was developed and formed to support and help the needs of orphans and kids in the foster foster care system, um, and it's it's something that I know has grabbed a lot of people's attention. It has, it has. There's and, a lot of buzz about it. Yes, and uh, and part of it is because if you if you've met Terry, she's a very friendly lady. She is uh, very knowledgeable. She's also a professor at Sam Houston State University. She is, and uh, and so for a lot of us, you know. It's more about kind of swallowing the information, but also kind of learning the specifics of the case, and and um, and you know, and, and not only that, but I think it brings to light some some concerns about you know um, nonprofit organizations and oversight, which you know obviously I'm really involved with and and is near and dear to my heart, and um, and just some things that are kind of going on. But when the story broke yesterday, mm -hmm. you know, I I was kind of surprised at the details. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Um, so she was also um, on the Montgomery County Child Welfare Board. Correct. The Child Protective Services Board. Correct. Um, the Hope's Path Board, the Pay It Forward Board, and the Texas Foster Family Association. Mm -hmm. um, so not only was it a nonprofit organization that was operating off of, off of donations, um, fundraisers, that sort of thing, but they also uh, received funding from Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. And that's really troublesome to me. It is. It is. And and I think part of what makes this so troublesome, it's uh, not just that they took uh, money from uh, Montgomery County residents and uh, taxpayers and so forth <clears throat> and used it for their own benefit, but that in the process, they gave every single nonprofit organization, a black eye in the mm -hmm. process of doing it. Yeah. And I think that is probably the most frustrating part to me because there's a certain amount of trust that goes into mm -hmm. managing, administrating, however you want to say it, a nonprofit. And, um, and, and people trusted her. Well, yeah. And, you know, most people that work for a nonprofit, me included, aren't getting rich working in the nonprofit world. Of course not. Of course and, not. Um, you know, so a lot of it, a lot of working with a nonprofit is all about what you're getting out of it in non-monetary rewards exactly. as well. Exactly. Um, but, you know, whenever I started looking, um, because I had, I had met, um, I've met Terry on several occasions. And, but, what, you know, and I can understand, you know, some things, you know, hey, maybe, you know, she bought a new outfit to go to a conference mm -hmm. or uh, mm -hmm. maybe um, some you know, travel expenses to go do some continuing education. But it was the items that were purchased that really just kind of stuck in my crawl. Mm -hmm. um, it included a $20,000 
standby generator that she had installed in her home in Bentwater. Um, also included an outdoor kitchen, um, an outdoor fireplace that totaled another 10,000. Um, some of it I know was, was purchased during Hurricane Harvey, um, you know, and I'm sure that's where the generator come in, came in, you know, that they um, needed that to, for whatever reason. But then you have the cruise tickets to Cozumel, Belize, and Roatan. Um, and then um, the airfare and traveling expenses for, uh, for her and her husband to travel to Israel. Israel. Hey, let's take money from the nonprofit to make a biblical track. Yes. I have an issue with that. I, I, I do too. And it's and it is really troubling. And um and you know, it looks like that originally it was listed, um, I guess, in the financial statements as a loan. Uh, but obviously it, it wasn't well, so much because it wasn't repaid. I know, but, uh, you know, thank goodness for that. I don't feel quite so bad about that. But, but the, the, again, the biggest problem that I have with all of it is that all of the, it, regardless of what happened to theirs, it's yeah. all of the, it's everybody else that's involved. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and the thing is, too, is um, it would be different if, you know, this was just an accusation that they had just said, um, this is what we think happened. But she actually wrote a letter of admission. Wow. Um, for her plea deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is um, another part that a lot of people are buzzing out is actually what her punishment was. Um, she had to buy a $20,000 home generator for um, Hope's Path, which is good. You know, that's going to provide something really great for them in a case of a storm or power outage that they can keep the kids safe and, and uh, you know, keep keep food good and all that great stuff. Um and she had to pay a fine, mm-hmm. albeit a relatively small one, considering what was mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the most painful for her was having to resign from all of her positions um, with these organizations that, you know, uh, meant so much to her mm-hmm. because she truly was an advocate for kids in foster care. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so I'm sure that that really inflicted a lot of pain. And, um, and three days in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and some deferred adjudication, which means you've got to keep your nose clean for a while. Otherwise, all this comes back up again. Right. But one of the things, uh, one of the comments that I'd seen on social media yesterday when they were talking about it is, you know, if I had stolen, you know, diapers and formula to take care of my kid, I'd do more than three days in jail. <laughs> and I think it's a viable point as far as, um, you know, what's happening now it was a plea deal so you know there were some some concessions made obviously on both parts so this didn't have to turn into a lengthy trial that would cost taxpayers a lot of money and we get all that but um but it is to me I think an interesting um, note especially as you were saying what it's going to do to kind of give a black eye to some of the nonprofit organizations Mm -hmm. uh, here in Montgomery County and all over the area well and 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 you know the comment by her attorney that said she's merely mortal. What well, we are, we are all merely mortal. Exactly. And we all, uh, we all uh, find a way to get through every day without yes. using all of this money uh, that belongs to somebody else. Right. And that's really what it boils down to. Exactly. But I think, I think what we, um, what you and I are set to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about some really great things that are still going on with the oh, nonprofit. Oh, absolutely! I think that that speaks volumes about Montgomery County. Right. Well, and um, and and that's the thing. I mean, I, and I would love to hear people's comments. Love to hear your input. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of us are still kind of kind of you know twirling a little bit with this information, but um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. But you're exactly right because we want to focus um, not only on the lessons that can be learned from this, which we're going to talk a little bit more about. Um, you know, just from a general nonprofit standpoint. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to talk about an organization here in Montgomery County that is doing amazingly wonderful, exciting things for these kids. Yes. Um, they just had a big announcement last week. We're going to talk about that. We've got a great guest, and that's going to give us a real inside view of working for kids um, that are going through some really traumatic times that have probably been through the ringer already. 
um, and, and are living and adjusting to the foster care system. So um, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. We want to welcome our guest in, and we'll introduce her whenever we come back. And uh, we want to give you the upside yes. of nonprofit work uh, with, with our kids and, um, and here in Montgomery County. And, and we're excited because we want to focus on, on really the best of Montgomery County, and that's what's coming up. show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mel with Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are here on a fabulous Wednesday. The skies are a little overcast today in downtown. Yeah, uh, but you know, it is 1228, which means we are almost oh, officially almost halfway through the week. Halfway. Another almost. cause for celebration. Yes. Um, so if you're just joining us, we've been talking about a big news story here in Conroe, Montgomery County, uh, with the arrest of, of a, a lady that has been working with the foster care system, or kids in the foster care system, for some time, uh, for some, what was it, mis fiduciary misappropriation? What was it? Uh, uh, mis mis misuse of fiduciary property? Uh, something like something. that. Anyway, um, but, and there's some, definitely some lessons to be learned, but we wanted to not just harp on, you know, the bad news and everything like that. So what we decided to do was invite one of our favorite nonprofits to come and join us today. And Miss LaToya Carter is here. How are you? Good. It's so wonderful to see you. It's so good to see you. It's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> and since the, probably the last time that I've seen you, you mm -hmm. have taken on a new role mm -hmm. with Yes to Youth organization that was normally, I mean, formerly known as uh, Montgomery County Youth Services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so have. how's it going? It's going great. You know, it's a, a completely different um organization mm -hmm. to a degree you know I was with Family Promise and our focus was on helping families as a whole mm -hmm. uh, yes youth Montgomery County Youth Services is, is really focused on those kids you know um, our families when I was in Family Promise they had gone through some traumatic situations mm -hmm. but you know those kids mm -hmm. you know they really just kind of needed some of the essentials they needed stability they mm -hmm. needed housing they needed um, you know to have a reliable income, yeah. you know, and just kind of a, a period to get back on their feet and move on. And though some of those children probably did have some traumatic experiences, it's nothing on the level of what these kids with Yes to Youth have experienced. You know, you have kids that have been abused, neglected by their parents, yeah. you know, turned they're, away. The people they're supposed to be able to right. trust and rely exactly. on. Exactly. You know, um, some of these kids have come out of tra sex trafficked situations mm. You know, and it's just so horrible to see how how much trauma they have endured. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what we try to do at our um, emergency use shelter is just kind of give them that temporary home and let them know that you're in a safe place. You're OK. You have our support. We're going to get you the help we need. you need. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get you somewhere more stable. That's um, amazing. We also have a counseling program, which I didn't even know about until I uh, joined the organization. And we offer free counseling to the kids and um, their parents. So it can oh, be tremendous. just the child or it can oh, be wow. a family as a whole. Uh, it's free to those that um, 
we're counseling. And the real focus there is on suicide, suicide prevention. You know, uh, those have been, there's been some issues in the community mm -hmm. where these kids Lots. have, have done that, you know, and the trauma is not just on that kid or that family, but their friends, Absolutely. their network, the schools. And so, um, the community, the community, correct. And so I'm just so, um, not, I'm just so, um, excited to be part mm -hmm. of the organization, just to know that we're just in all those different pockets mm -hmm. in the community. Yeah, and you know what I've loved to um, see, and you know, I, I love I love being your friend for lots of reasons, <laughs> and one of them is because you crack me up on social media. But one of the things that I've loved to see, because um, you've been with, uh, with Yes to Youth for how long? Uh, since February, so we're looking at about, what, a few four months? months? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, but how I think I've seen you not only, I mean, you have such a heart, um, but how you have just really grown to embrace it, not really embrace it. It's like they've they've just kind of come over and like right. had this huge effect on you. Well, you know, I've always been a real passionate person. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was younger, I, I wrote poetry and things. Um, but I just have a way of seeing, seeing it in a different perspective. And I try to communicate that to mm -hmm. the Facebook audience yeah. is saying, you know, this is what I'm feeling about this this situation or this experience. And I just want to kind of expose more people to what's going on in Montgomery yeah. County. You know, I didn't know all these nonprofits existed until I was in the position where I needed help. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, it's just an entirely different world. And it's almost separate mm -hmm. from regular society because, True. you know, you don't really know about the uh, help that's out there until mm -hmm. you need help. Exactly. You know, um, we're so thankful for all the leaders in the community, the individuals that get on the board, people who volunteer, mm -hmm. who who try to bring that and build that awareness. But, you know, I'm just a little bit that I can do. If I can share something on Facebook with, you know, my Facebook yeah. friends and family, then hopefully that'll drive them to get more involved. Yeah. Well, and as a parent yourself, because I know you've got, your kids <laughs> are so dang funny. Um, but, you know, and I, I really enjoyed reading about their interaction Mm -hmm. with some of the events that y'all oh, been yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, and I can imagine that as a parent, how mm -hmm. amazingly beautiful and horribly sad that's got to be. It was definitely an eye-opener for me the first time I went out to the Bridgeway Youth Shelter, mm -hmm. simply because, you know, these kids are ages 10 to 17. My kids, I have 15-year-old son, 12, 11-year-old daughters, and 3-year-old son. Mm -hmm. And so just to just kind of be in that environment and realize that, hey, these kids don't have a parent right. like me, which right. I'm not perfect by, you know. Oh, nope. well, none of us are. We can just <laughs> right. get that. You know. you know. Go ahead and, <laughs> Go ahead and get that, that clear. Right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, just to know that they don't have a parent. And mm -hmm. I know that I would go to the moon and back for my kids. Of course. Or, you know, um, they don't have a household. They're in a shared environment with all these other teenagers, boys and girls, Ugh. you know. And the hormones, and, oh my gosh. Right, you know. <laughs> and then they're trying to deal with that trauma. Mm -hmm. You know, when my kids go through something, I can sit down and talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I can take them somewhere. Let's go have a snow cone or something and, and just really work this out, think this out, and, and help them process that situation mm -hmm. these kids don't have that you know you know taking them to get back to school clothes and getting you know um getting um their hair done or yeah. whatever needs it is right. that's met you know needs they have met however when i brought my kids they didn't know that you know these were kids in the shelter right. i didn't tell them that right. up front i was just like hey we're gonna go do this barbecue right. in fact the first time i brought them it was for easter and our board was doing an easter egg hunt for these oh kids. how fun is that it's so incredible to think about because my kids do that every year yeah. at mm -hmm. church and you're never too old for right. an easter egg hunt but just, think that well. some of these kids have never gone Experience on an easter that. egg hunt you know and so here it is, I have my three-year-old who's enjoying hiding the eggs. Uh -huh. He's trying to find these real cool places where he can hide eggs. And then these teenagers who have not experienced that, they get to go out and find uh -huh. it. And my kids got to watch them go through that yeah. experience. And, I mean, it was just a huge blessing on all of us to be a part of it. Wow. And uh -huh. on the ride home, my kids were like, so they, you know, then they were trying, we were discussing it, right. and they were really trying to get the concept of, yeah, they're not going home like you are with your right. parents. They, they stay there with one another yeah. until they move on to the next place. Yeah. 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 So how many kids do y'all are, are usually in, in y'all's care? In the care. Um, right now, our shelter houses 15 kids. Um, and that's just on a rotational basis because we're only 90 days. Now, we can... Uh, extend the situation right. um, or sometimes it's shortened. I know they get uh, CPS kids who are just kind of 
in transition to foster care. Mm -hmm. You know, they have some kids that are just so traumatized that, you know, they're just finding more longer-term placement. Mm -hmm. They won't go to a household or a family. Um, You know, right now, you spoke about our our groundbreaking we Mm -hmm. had last Thursday. Yes, so And so we're getting ready to expand and double our capacity. So we're going to go from 15 beds to 30. Yeah, wow. it's a complete double, which is so exciting. You know, I've never Aww. been part of a groundbreaking, but even to know that we're going to help more kids. Mm-hmm. I was looking at some of the numbers. I had our COO send me the numbers. And so within a year, we serve about 100 kids. And so within the past 10 years, we've served 9,000, not 9,000, 974 yeah. kids That's in a lot the of shelter. Kids. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, uh, so I've watched, you know, um, Yes to Youth evolve, and, and they just went through a rebranding campaign not that yeah. long ago, because I think a lot of people would see uh, Montgomery County Youth Services and just assume that y'all were solely government funded. Mm-hmm. Um, but to find out that it's a nonprofit organization, right. yeah. you know, y'all operate from a lot of, not only some great events, by the way, but um, but also donations and everything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, nonprofits is just such a unique um corporation in itself yes. because you know you really rely on the community you know we rely on the community for donations and that can be monetary or it can actually be merchandise mm-hmm. like i said we have 15 kids at the shelter so imagine what your children need at home we need all of that for the yeah. shelter because i bet a lot of these kids just come in with the clothes they've got on their back absolutely and that's it, and that's it you know um we also need volunteers that can come help out uh, with administrative mm-hmm. um, needs. You know, nonprofits, we try to be really thin when it comes to the administrative side, just simply because that's the expectation. You mm-hmm. know, we're investing most of it into our programs and, mm-hmm. and the kids. Um, we do have some great events. I attended the Ladies' Night Out event for so the much first fun. time this year. So much that fun. was incredible. Yes. That was just... It I, is It is really like <laughs> one of the best events yeah. anywhere around. It yeah. is so fun. Yeah, that was that was super fun. Um, we're getting ready to have our gala in September, you know. So, in fact, I was leaving the office. They were having a meeting with the gala chairs. And so they're getting all the the little bits and pe- the ends together and um, looking forward to that yes. event. I know they're looking um, to have some sponsorships still. So if anyone's interested in getting Do the that. table, getting the ticket, doing a sponsorship, donating items for the auction, we are looking for those. Um, we also have some third-party fundraisers. There was recently Shelter for Shelter, that, mm-hmm. which was uh, hosted Richmond. by Zach Richmond and Richmond Realty mm-hmm. Group. And so that was an exciting event. Lots of good food. Mm-hmm. And that was at the um, BMW of the yes. Woodlands. And it rained like crazy. It stormed. But it did not stop people from coming. <laughs> it did not at all. You know, people were still coming. I know. Yeah, they had a really great time. And they're in plannings to do that again for the third year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's also the golf tournament that's coming up, and this year it's going to be the Maggard Golf Tournament mm-hmm. at Carlton Woods. Very nice. Which I heard that's a really hard yeah. golf tournament course yeah. to get in. So. Every every golf course is hard for yeah. me. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> well, I'm not a golfer, so I, I have no idea. I'm just, just looking the forward to yeah, yeah. driving the cart. Yeah. yeah. So, that's uh, excellent. Um, so, when you one of the things, and, and you were at Family Promise for how long before... Seven and a half years. Seven and a half years before um, going to Yes Youth. Um, and so both of us, you know, working for nonprofit organizations, you know, one of the things that I love about you guys, you know, we talked about Zach Richmond and Richmond Realty Group. Um, Zach is also on y'all's board of directors. He is, yeah. Um, and how wonderful it is to have board members that are so closely engaged with what you're doing and in, in bringing in funding. Man, that is that is huge. That's that's so important for an organization to mm-hmm. remain stable. Uh, you know, there was a lot of hands-on with the Family Promise Board, and you know, you just have to be the hands and feet of the organization. Right. Like I said, you work on a slim budget, mm-hmm. and so the more volunteers that you have on board, the better the organization is going to be. The more your you leadership back. is championing, championing in the community for your organization, mm-hmm. the better it's going to be. Um, I mean, this is an incredible board here. Yeah. I see some of them coming into the office almost daily, you know, from the executive team to the general board mm-hmm. to past former board members 
they're just all coming back. They're constantly promoting the organization in the community. You know, they're the, um, in fact, Patty Ravella, uh -huh. she's been on the board I, I, for I years. I see her stuff yeah. all the time because she's yes. so passionate and active. Mm, she's very passionate. I mean, she's the one who has really driven our capital campaign and helped this whole groundbreaking mm -hmm. and the new construction come into fruition. So, you know, huge kudos to her, to um, all of the board members, mm -hmm. you know, the organizations need that. And so I'm That's very great. proud to be part of this. So how big is y'all's organization? About how many employees do y'all have? We have about 42, and that's um, part-time and full-time. You know, we know that we're going to hit or go over 50 because of the shelter expansion, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, we have um, five counseling centers. One is in Huntsville, here in Conroe, uh, Magnolia, New Caney, and then the Woodlands. And, I mean, they're just all out in the community. They're going That's to the amazing. schools, you know, Shattered Lives, they were mm -hmm. a huge part of that. Uh, they have different girl talk groups for the junior high kids or getting ready to start a girl talk group for the high school girls. Right. Um, you know, they do um, Spanish speaking classes to help uh, families learn English. You wow. Know. So it's See, cool. I didn't yeah. even know. And, I didn't know and, this. <laughs> and I, I thought that yeah. I was pretty educated on yeah. Yes to Youth, and I didn't know that. So yeah. so you have the 15 kids that, that live there right now. Right. Okay, and you're going to double that. That's 30. Mm -hmm. How many other kids do you feel like, and, and obviously with all these mm -hmm. other groups, it'd be hard to give a solid number, but mm -hmm. how many kids roughly do you feel like that you guys are touching? You know, um, looking at the numbers that the CEO sent me, you know, it was about 12,000 in the past four and a half years that they've served in their counseling program alone. Wow. And so when you add the nine, the 900, 974 kids that we've had the 10 years in the shelter, you know, they're going out and doing presentations. They have peer groups that they're talking to. You know, um, it's really hard to, to put a real digit to yeah, that. Sure. Because, you know, for instance, um, I was talking to one of the counselors the other day, and she said she was counseling a girl who had witnessed her friend, her best friend, commit suicide. Oh, my gosh. You know, so just the type of impact they have going out and just, you know, touching others. Touching others. I mean, it's incredible. Right. Well, yeah. you know, and, and you think about the world of, of, you know, I can't imagine, of course, I'm sure our parents said this about us when we were growing up. But thinking about, you know, being a kid in this day and age with, with social media and, and, you know, and all this, you know, horrible epidemic of suicide that we're seeing, right. you know, in the area um, and, you know, bullying and cyberbullying and uh, amongst all the other things, like the gentleman that I saw was, you know, got sentenced to 99 years for uh, abusing his own children. Um, but there's so many kids out there that, that need that kind of resource Right. And, you know, and it's so wonderful to know that that, that kind of organization exists. It is. It's, you know, um, as there's, it's kind of a see a need, fill a need. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yes, you saw that there were these kids falling between the gaps. They saw that there were these kids that were on the street and needed shelter. Mm -hmm. You know, they saw that there was um, information that needed to be given at the schools. And, I mean, they have just been plugging in mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, I didn't know all this about the organization, just as you. Mm -hmm. I knew about the shelter, and that was about it. Right. I didn't know about the counseling. I didn't know about the peer groups. I didn't know about, you know, them being part of Shattered, Shattered yeah, Lives, I didn't know going that. and doing the presentations at multiple high schools. Oh, and, and, schools. and yeah. it's a, that's a, a an amazing experience. And I haven't yeah. even seen it all live. Right. But I know parents who've had kids that have been part of it, mm -hmm. and the parents were traumatized. Just yeah. the, the whole experience yeah. is very impactful. Yeah, I didn't know that they that they did shattered lives. I didn't either. Um, in fact, I had a cousin who participated in it a couple of years ago. And in fact, when they come back around to Montgomery, mm -hmm. my son will most likely be a participant oh, in it. Wow. And so I'm kind of bracing myself. Yeah. Because like you said, I mean, we're all affected. And, you know, I think it's just, you know, putting information out there, helping kids have, you know, process situations and their right. challenges a little bit better, giving them some options when it comes to decision-making. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the the reach is so far and wide that it's just an incredible organization to get be a part of, get behind and support, because, I mean, they're really doing some great things. I mean, the leadership of Danette Setting, mm -hmm. our CEO, you know, we have some great uh, finance team. And, I mean, they're monitoring the books. They're monitoring, you know, right. everything. 
Excellent. Nickel for nickel, I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, so um, we have Penny Wilson, who's our COO, and I mean, she is all about the programming and making sure that we are effective, we're mm -hmm. efficient, you know, we are, you know, every stone unturned, you know, in the fact of making sure that we're doing everything we need to be to doing in the community. Kids. That's amazing. Well, you know, and that, that kind of touches on something, too, that we were talking about with, with the whole news story um, about the importance of transparency in nonprofit organizations. Right. I mean, staffing is is critical. You know, right. leadership, having those right people that are that are kind of, you know, guiding the ship and everything like that. Right. Um, but I know that Yes Youth has also made such a point of making sure that there is a lot of transparency with Absolutely. the organization. Yeah. That's something that we discuss every board meeting, mm -hmm. and it's actually part of our uh, strategic planning, and it's written in there to remain transparent and, and strive to be as transparent and more as, po and, as possible. And so, you know, um, that's one of the things that I stressed with the board when I was the ED executive director over at Family Promise is that there, there can be so many pockets of opportunity for people to take advantage of a situation. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate this has occurred. Mm -hmm. I know people who are uh, linked to it. You know, uh, they feel humiliated as they go out and, and become the face of an organization right. and, and champion it. And so, you know, there's a lot of lo names that will be, you know, affected. on the line mm -hmm. and affected. You know, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of supporters, board members, volunteers, donors. You know, everyone's going to be affected. So, yeah. Well, and people that just trusted that everything was on the up and up. Um, right and didn't have didn't think they had a reason to question it right and now you know yeah there's have, there's some accountability everyone, exactly right. there's accountability and and it's exactly what i said to start with it's that everybody well and and you're you were talking about the organizations that are connected to it and and of course they're gosh they're, they are they're going to be humiliated it's tragic it is you know. it is and they and they work so hard and to anyway, it's just well, really and, sad. And the it biggest really the biggest loser in the whole situation are, the, are these are the kids. kids. The kids. Right. The many opportunities that funding or, you know, donations could have gone to them and it was um, directed and and misused. Yeah. And so, you know, um, that's a sad ordeal. Yeah. I pray for everyone involved. I, do too. I hope that the organization itself because I don't know too much about you know, uh -huh. that program, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I hope they're able to recover, you know, and continue to help those kids. And do some great work, right. yeah. Um, and it's, um, I do too, I think that's kind of everybody's main focus. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I saw I saw the mugshot in the paper today, and really it breaks my heart. It's never, it's never a good thing to see another human suffering, even if it's at their own, because of their own, you know, misjudgments. But, um, right. but it really, it's all going to be about what can we do to help these kids? Right. Absolutely. And, and that's that's what's so important. But um, so you have all kinds of events coming up. First of all, where can people go to find out about Yes to Youth? Well, it's really easy. You go to yestoyouth.org. Oh, look at that. <laughs> listen to that. Just yeah. making it nice and simple. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, and you've got you've got what was the next event you have coming up? Because y'all have a lot of stuff. We do. So we have the gala coming the gala up in September. September. Yes. And where will it be held at? Uh, it's going to be held at the Marriott. If oh, I'm very not mistaken. nice. The Marriott. In the yeah. Um, yeah. We have the gala, and then we also have the the Maggard Golf Tournament. The golf in tournament in October. Yes. Yeah. And then Ladies Night Out, which is always in the spring, which I didn't get to go this past year. Oh. And I was so sad. But it really is one of my favorite events, like, every year. It's incredible. The it's ladies wild. get to dress up. Oh, yeah. And in these extravagant it, costumes. And I'm talking yeah. extravagant. Yeah. Like, I I was blown away mm -hmm. at some of the things <laughs> that people were putting together. This yeah. is not like going to, you know, whenever whenever I was a kid, you know, going to Wieners or going to Eckerd's and getting your little, you know, costume off the shelf that had the plastic mask. These ladies go all, all out. out. All out. They do. But it's so fun. It is. It was extreme. I mean, I had a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy to be there, and I'm happy to be part of the organization. That's yeah. awesome. And so uh, make sure that you go to um, all your social media platforms. Make sure that you're liking and following Yes to Youth. You can see some really great stuff that's going on and just how engaged their board is and how active your staff is and all of it to help these great kids who, who need some love, need some help, you know, and... Um, and it's right here at home. Right. 
And, and uh, if, if you listened to everything she said, it was about helping these kids through the rough times in their mm-hmm. lives, the really the worst parts of their yeah. lives, and making useful adults out mm-hmm. of them is in the long run. So I, I think it's a huge community, hugely important yeah. <laughs> in the community, and I think uh, I think everybody would do well to support them. Yeah, and if you if you know of a, a child or a family that might need those services, I'm sure they could go to your website, and there's all kinds of contact information for for you know, parents or concerned adults or whatever to reach out and help some of these kids in need. Absolutely, yep. yeah. Um, so if you would like to help out Yes to Youth, um, you can get in touch with them too because not only will they take your financial donations, but if you would like to put together probably some care packages and just some, some toiletries, mm-hmm. um, you know, think about your everyday items that these kids um, are in desperate need of as they're, you know, going through these these situations that nobody would want to go through um, and just kind of help them get by and maybe feel a little bit more like home. Right. And I would think too, um, clothes, if you're, you know, you, you, you know, sizable clothes as in uh, stretch pants and yoga pants and, yeah, wet stuff, yeah. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. They need, they need all of that. That's amazing. They need that socks, underwear, you know, um, right. a lot of times they just need volunteers to come up there and play a hand a round of cards with them. You know, or cook a meal. And so we have uh, availability for volunteers to do that as well. That's wonderful. Do y'all allow, like, older kids to come and volunteer? Yes, we do. This is excellent. Okay. So this is So there's some opportunities for some uh, high school groups to to get some community hours, community service Yeah, well, and what a a great, you know, opportunity just to to help out a peer, you know, and and for kids to be able to – because kids are going to relate mostly to kids, mm-hmm. sure. and um, and to but have an opportunity as you know a kid in high school to actually you know hang out and spend some time with somebody in the same age group and not yeah. feel like such an outsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wow. exactly what my kids did. They went up there and they played basketball with them. Yeah, you know, they just had a good time. Just simple, mm-hmm. simple awesome. things. That's so amazing. Yeah, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard raising kids, you know, in this day and age, and to be able to, you know, give them an opportunity to give back and and kind of let them see. You know, not only how, you know, truly, you know, great their lives are, but also how amazingly wonderful their mothers are. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, let's just face it, we're the ones that make it all happen. So, um, but LaToya, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, really I want to toast to truly Absolutely. the best Aww. of Montgomery County and Yes to Youth. Um, and if you would like to find out more information, make sure you go to yestoyouth.org, get involved. Find nonprofit organizations that you can learn about, that you can get involved with, that you can trust. Um, and be, and with just, us, be with us next week, too. I'm yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. There. Yeah, you did. It's I'm right. sorry. Spilled water on me, then you interrupt me. At the end. <laughs> I know. It's like bookending book the show with every kind of insult. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, thank you all so much for tuning please, in please uh, to uh, Toast the Town with Christy Mail. We'll be back next Wednesday at noon. Come back. We'll celebrate even more of the best of Montgomery County. Y'all make it a great week. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about this show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.